Hey everybody, you're listening to the 81st episode of Two Views Movies Podcast on Happy Death Day to You. Wanna ring the bell? Alright. Ding, ding. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a spoiler-filled podcast from Kansas City, Missouri, by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I am Carson. And we are talking Happy Death Day to You. Um, Ran a poll, (laughs) what, last week? (laughs) Had everybody pick between Happy Death Day to You and Alita Battle Angel. Uh, Alita Battle Angel won, so we did that one. And since there's nothing else out in theaters right now, pretty much, we just said, well, whatever. We'll just go see Happy Death Day to you. And we got a surprising amount of people that that wanted us to do Happy Death Day to you. And I don't know if it's because they just wanted us to waste our time or if they actually wanted to hear the podcast about it. Uh, I think they really want to know about it. I think there's a lot of horror fans online one. And I think Happy Death Day to you was actually decently received. I mean, clearly it was decently enough received to warrant a, a fast sequel. So you mean happy I death. think that, wait, what did I say? Happy Death Day to you. Uh, yeah, I was actually mixing that up when I was writing my review, too. I was throwing two <laughs> U's where I shouldn't and leaving them on when I shouldn't. It's it just no good. So, yeah, the the first one, let's go with that. The first one uh, clearly was successful enough uh, to warrant a sequel. So um, I think there's some genuine interest in it. All right, so let's get on with it. Uh, letterbox blurb. Uh, I'm just going to warn you right now. It's a long one, and I skimmed through it, and I have thoughts on it. But let, let me let me read it first. Collegian Tree Gelbman, I can't even say that right. Tree Tree Gelbman wakes up in horror to learn that she's stuck in a parallel universe. Her boyfriend Carter is now with someone else, and her friends and fellow students seem to be completely different versions of themselves. When Tree discovers that Carter's roommate has been altering time, she finds herself once again the target of a masked killer. When the psychopath starts to go after her inner circle, Tree soon realizes that she must die over and over again to save everyone. That's it. That is it. Do you have any thoughts on that? That's excessive. Well, yeah, clearly it's excessive, but I I feel like it's mildly inaccurate. Yes. But maybe maybe it's purposely being inaccurate so as to kind of mask, I guess, what they try to do with some of this stuff. I don't know. I guess I, guess I feel like things are out of order in that blurb, and some things are almost just untrue. <laughs> Keep you guessing. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they haven't seen the movie. <laughs> the people who wrote the blurb. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they wrote it based on the trailer. Right. Exactly. It's possible. Uh, directed by Christopher Landon, who did the first one, and he also did Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which I haven't seen. Have you? I have not. All right. Uh, the cast is Jessica Roth, Israel Broussard. I'm going to go with Five Vu. Is the guy's name? Siraj Sharma and Sarah Yarkin. So now that we're through all that, let's talk about the movie, and I think we have to start with the genre switch, what this movie tries to do, because outside of that, I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about, but this is the the main thing that I think we have to dive into, is what they tried to pull off with this movie. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Well, so after seeing the first one, I was always very excited about this idea. 
uh, you take Groundhog Day and you turn it into a, a horror movie. And I thought that's that's brilliant. You could do so many things with that. Uh, I felt like it had a lot of the right components in the first one, but it, it definitely left uh, a lot to be desired. I mean, the, the killer alone of... Well, the baby, the baby mask was was dumb. Yeah, uh, you know, because it's not. And while you could have a creepy baby mask, I just, I just didn't get there, you know. And then you have all these twists and turns of who could the killer be, like Scream, you know, of they're real people. And I would I'd rather have more of a, I guess, more of a Michael Myers supernatural type killer in that regard. Yeah, but I think that, my biggest problem with the baby mask isn't that it's a baby mask. I can get behind that. It's that what college in their right mind would have that baby mask as their mascot? Like that's the most unbelievable thing about happy death day. I can get on board with the, the time swap and all that, but the, a, a college mascot being the, the fat baby face. Nah, I can't do the that. babies. Yeah. <laughs> they even had it like on the, on the floor of the basketball arena. Yeah. yeah like, that doesn't make any sense. No, totally unbelievable. <laughs> so, so going into this one, I thought, well, one, they may rectify, um, you know, from the first one, take cues of how, what they did wrong and turn it into something better. Um, I liked how they started it with, he's reliving the day, you know, and she's the, the boyfriend's roommate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so he's reliving the day and she's kind of a guide to him as, Hey, I just went through that. And we knew from the trailer that eventually it would backtrack another day and she gets sucked back into it somehow. And so I was kind of intrigued by that, that concept of how they were going to do all that. And I hate the way they went. I, I yeah. truly, truly hate the way they went. We talked about this in the, in the Predator uh, movie. Of They felt like they had to explain how it happened. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, like in Final Destination, I don't, I don't need to know. Now, I know there's like eight movies, so maybe eventually they, they explain it. But right. I, I don't need to know how or why death is hunting them. De- it just is. Death is hunting him. She's reliving. She's caught in the day, and she has to figure out how to get out of the day. And once the the killer's dead, then it moves on to the next day. I'm, I, I don't care how that happened. You know, that's just yeah, that's just what yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, th- I totally agree with you. That was my main problem with this. Is it's like they left Happy Death Day, and they made that, and then the director and the writers and everybody sat back and said you know what, I feel like people are leaving the theater and the main thing on their mind is how exactly does the time loop work? So let's make the whole sequel about trying to explain how the time loop worked. When in reality, nobody cared. Everybody just buys into that. They're like, cool, a horror movie where I'm already suspending some you know, level of disbelief already and now we're just adding a time loop wrinkle. I don't, I don't care how or why it's happening. It's just a cool premise. But yeah, Happy Death Day 2 seems to be like, well, let's, take away the horror elements and then let's go like generic sci-fi time loop and try and tell everybody exactly how or why the mechanics of all this work. I mean, who who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah. It's like, well, the one thing I wanted to know from Groundhog Day was, was why, why was he looping through and, and what, what physics made that possible? No, no one cares <laughs> right? at, at right. all. <laughs> and yeah, so, so I, the, the fact that they even went down that route, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, you know, I initially, so I think I'm totally with you on this one. I think we're going to be pretty much in lockstep here. But the best part of the movie was the first five or ten minutes when he's in the time loop. And then I'm even okay with them having the machine. And then the killer who's hunting him is himself. Like, right there, if you stop the movie right there or just hit pause, 
I'm still on board because to me that adds a cool little wrinkle where, okay, you're introducing like how or why this happened, but you're also introducing the fact that, you know, he's hunting himself. He's the one in the baby mask. So why is he trying to kill himself? And then there's so many ways that that could have branched off. Like, uh, you know, there could have been different versions of themselves trying to kill themselves in this time loop for whatever reason, but they, they don't do that. And instead they basically just ignore everything that they did in that first five or 10 minutes of setup and then just try and make it be um, a generic, you know, multiverse movie with tree in the middle of it. But it wasn't. And and I don't get, why did they even have him be himself? You know, because they they never revisited that at all. No, they didn't really explain why was he trying to kill himself? Like, you know, he screams the generic platitudes of, Oh, I've got to stop him because something bad's really going to happen. But they just completely dropped that storyline right then and there to just go over to like the normal tree in a time loop thing. Yeah, which I I would have liked how maybe there says something in the trailer about how you need to reset the day because all the people would have died. And so now it's not just her trying to get out alive. It's her killing herself to solve it with nobody else dying. You know, and I guess that there's a, there's right. a little bit of that in the in the first one, but but I think uh, that could have been more more the premise. Yeah, they, they could have done more. The the first five or ten minutes is fine. It's just where they go with it after that. That's just you know I don't know. You you take a horror movie that had a unique uh, if you want to call it sci fi element. I'm not sure anybody even considered it sci fi in the first one. It was just a horror movie with a unique time element to it. And it's like they totally flipped that on its head and said, well, let's just focus on all the time element of this and even get rid of all the horror stuff. Like, there's very little, like, she dies on her own over and over again, but it drops all sentiments of being a horror movie. Oh, absolutely. There's there's no her being hunted at all. It's just her trying to memorize code or formulas. Yeah. (laughs) And it doesn't change. So even though she's in a parallel universe, it doesn't really change kind of the basic premise of what's happening so there's still the guy who's in the hospital um who's the the killer who's been tied up there's still somebody cheating on with the teacher you know and all that it's just they just you know move some of the pieces around so that it's different people and that's and so she's just really trying it's it's like 98 percent the same universe but like two percent different and you're just watching her go through it all again and they try to make some make it have some weight by you know having her try and solve all this. The one thing I didn't understand, and I, I don't even know if it's worth diving into is the, the guy's name is Ryan, right? He, he's the guy who's in the time loop in the beginning. And then he shows up trying to kill himself. And then tree goes into a time loop. So isn't she kind of in like a time loop inside of one of his time loops? Um, no, he's in one of the other six dimensions or she's in one of the other six dimensions. Well, yeah, and they didn't also ex- try to explain. They didn't explain that either. I mean, they did the the interstellar explanation, right, where you take the piece of paper right. and shove the pen through event, it. Event but horizon. like, so, yeah, so they they didn't explain if she's in that one where the other tree is. But I guess I was more confused by in like the main timeline where we first see it and Ryan shows up. Clearly, something's gone on there where there's two Ryans now in this universe. And I felt like they never closed that loop before they started another one with Tree going back through her loop. Um, but again, I'm not sure that that's worth exploring. I mean, they, do they even make a joke about Inception in the movie, or am I misremembering that? Somebody said Inception. Okay, because I, I feel I, obviously there's clear 
you know dots you can connect there i just i felt like they didn't close one of the loops before they started another one but it's not worth trying to dissect that in this movie it's just not for that which you know again here i am talking about that and not talking about the fact that it should be a, a horror movie so i don't know maybe they did their job well yeah, and it turned it into a slapstick comedy movie yeah, and I was okay with the comedy and being a little over top and being a little self-referential and all that and having fun with it. I just felt like their biggest mistake was they they just dropped all semblance of a horror movie. I mean, all of it completely. Right. I mean, it's I mean, she's let's distract the dean. You know, c- yeah. come on. Oh god. Oh, Are you talking about the blind yeah, the scene? The blind French lady? Oh, that was so bad. It, it's like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> like, this is this is not a horror movie. This is somewhat. It's definitely not a science fiction movie anymore. It's more of a slapstick comedy, like teen comedy. Which the first one had humor to it, but it still tried to stay in its lane. You know, I wish it would have gone more of the, um, you know, the the hard R horror type. But it was kind of, kind of refreshing, I guess, to go a different route with that. And she was clearly frustrated going through the same same day over and over and having some fun with it but this was just ridiculous yeah i will say that clearly everybody involved with the movie is having fun with it and i I mean i think that really actually comes through in the performances and in the writing and stuff i just think that if 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 that's not what you expected or maybe even if that just doesn't kind of jive with you from a movie standpoint you're just really not going to like this movie. Um, but that's not to say that they weren't having fun. I, and that, that blind scene that you mentioned, um, so over the top, so slapsticky. It's something you find in like a generic comedy movie or even like a rom-com scene where somebody's being silly. But that was the one specific scene where I remember thinking in my head, okay, I, I'm still maybe at like a, a two and a half or a three on this movie. And I, I'm okay. I'm kind of waffling there. And then that scene hit and I was like, nope. Nope, <laughs> you're you're we're down to the two now. Well, <laughs> one of the scene that that kind of even before that was, is she really waffling on universe where my mom's alive, universe where I I met a guy a day. Yeah, I mean they did try. <laughs> I agree with you there. They did his, try. His girlfriend and is we... cheating on him, which I think that we could still probably hook up anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know? right. And so, am I really? Am I really going back and forth on this? Yeah, is I mean, this... it, in theory, she could have had her cake and eaten it too, because she could have broken up them and and had him. I think that. Uh, I think they tried to explain the boyfriend thing by saying that even though she's technically only known him for however long, she basically had so many lifetimes with him because she died however many times. So she, she spent so much time falling in love with him. She's like, or whatever she said, you know, like I died 45 times or whatever and, and finally fell in love with you. So, so, but, but, (laughs) but he didn't. And so she's basically in the same boat that she was, she still loves him and he's met her for a day. And, Again, she has a shot with him in that universe, too. I agree with you. I think it was kind of silly. The one thing that they did that I think saved it story-wise was that uh, there's that moment where she's either thinking about her mom or talking about her mom. I can't remember in what context this is happening. But they have this... She doesn't have this memory, but like her dad and mom do of this day or whatever that they spent together doing something. And she's like, I have no no recollection of that because that didn't happen with me. And I think they, they did a pretty good job writing it in there as like she would have to live somebody else's life, even though it's her and she would have her mom. 
it wouldn't really be her mom because there's all these memories of them two together that she doesn't have. So she'd just have to constantly be faking it and stuff. And I felt like, at least from a writing standpoint, they got that across. And that I, I was able to be like, okay, I would understand why she would choose to go back. To no mom. Yeah, to no mom. Because I, I think while a, this a half is, not mom is better than, than a no mom. Well, I mean, we can debate the merits of that all day. I'm just saying <laughs> from a story writing standpoint, I think they did a pretty good job of making her um, understand why that wouldn't, you know, it's her mom, but it's not her mom kind of thing. And I think they did good. I, and I will say, kind of piggybacking on that, that I did feel like the kind of emotional stuff that they added in there with her and her mom were pretty good. And it, it gave her a chance to not just be like a one-dimensional, I shouldn't say one-dimensional, but I guess in this movie, two-dimensional. She was either you know, kind of horror Six scream queen or she was being, <laughs> yeah, she was being either like a horror scream queen or she's being like a comedian. And this actually gave her a chance to, um, I don't know, show a little bit more of an emotional side that wasn't there even in the first movie. So um, I'll give her credit for that and I'll give the writing credit for that. Uh, but that's, you know, it, that's the small, small sliver out of a movie, you know, that decided to go a completely different direction. Yeah, just everything with that. Just a whole tonal shift. Now, I guess it really wasn't a tonal shift. It was just a, a genre sh- shift, multiple genre shifts. Yeah, no, I, I think tonally you're right. I, I think it did shift because I think it went, I, when you take out horror, you're taking out any kind of like dread or suspense or anything like that. And, and it really just replaced it with um, generic sci-fi. You know, it's like every, every, movie that you turn on on sci-fi channel or you know b movie that has multiple dimensions and time travel it's like you've we've seen this all before so you're not giving me anything new here so i'm curious as to why they spent that much time on it but they definitely upped the comedy um inserted some generic sci-fi and then just deleted the horror so there's i do think there's genre and tonal changes all over the place i think that was a massive massive mistake because you are the only one in the horror space that has this concept like you just said, in sci-fi world, you're you're one of a million. Yeah, and 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 they were the first to the first to the scene with a a looping uh, horror franchise, and now it's some some government action adventure, whatever that they're turning this into. <laughs> some freaking Fast <laughs> yeah, so, and Furious franchise. I I don't know. Yeah, so so let's talk about that. I mean, you're you're talking about the ending, uh, which if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie, but if you didn't stick around, you know, post or mid credits, I guess, mid credit scene, you would have missed the part where this they basically the government, DARPA, captured the the machine and now they're trying to figure out how to use it and what they want to do with it, but they need a test subject. So we're kind of shown that uh they then put is her name Danielle? Danielle, yes. Yeah. They they now all willingly just put Danielle in a time loop for her to kill herself over and over again. So, okay, one, conceptually, uh, really, really stupid. I, I don't like that at all, just from a pure writing standpoint. Agreed. But two, like, I mean, you're supposed to kind of root for Tree and all the other people that she's with, and now they have stuck somebody intentionally in a death time loop because she was just kind of a mean person like well, i don't well, know it well, kind of takes she, away all sense of she, well she, she, she I, I, don't, I don't know but why not put the roommate that tried to kill me well in the time? sorry the, the the roommate who tried to kill her is dead oh because she's back, back in the main timeline well, put her in there anyway 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. I guess I guess what we're both saying is, can't you find somebody a little bit more evil to put into a death time loop for experimentation than just a sorority yeah. sister who is kind of... And I'm mean. sure the, the government would say, hey, why don't you guys pick somebody? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know? <laughs> all, all of it's just all sorts of wrong. I mean, that that's like a layer of wrong on top of everything already being wrong. So now we're in like exponents of being wrong in this movie. But... Why? I mean, what is this? So, like, I mean, sure, you've guaranteed a third happy death day with Danielle in the time loop, but, I mean, now, what exactly are you writing yourself into if you do that? Because you know that she's in there because of a government thing. She doesn't know that. I mean, I don't know. God, yeah, Yeah, really, really Do you have a killer in that one? And then how does she get herself out of that? Because how she got herself out of the first one was she found out who the killer was and got on to the next day. Right, which they never quite explain. I mean, out of all the things they explain, they they explain how you get into the time loop, but don't really explain, I guess, how you get because out of that it. That didn't make any sense in her in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's not so terrible that you can't watch it, but it just makes really, really bad decisions. The acting isn't anything great, but it's not terrible. the The way it's constructed isn't great, but it's not terrible. But just the choices that they made in making this movie are really bad. And it, I can't really remember a movie like this in recent memory. No, I, I agree. And, and you had the, the potential, and I'm going to keep using Final Destination as an example, of moving on to somebody else in the next day. I mean, you could do that infinite times. You know, it, right. it'll spin off of the next day, the next day, and then, you know, you just keep marching along. But. And you could even say maybe it's a curse that she passed along to some, you know, somehow, you know, oh, sure. something like that. But this just flat out killed it. You have to, you yeah. have to just squash this whole, do one of the Halloween reboots and say we're forgetting number two and we're going to remake number two. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you took the one. You had an excellent point earlier. They had the one unique thing in the horror genre that nobody had done before. I mean, it's not unique to storytelling or movie going, but it was unique to a horror film. And it's like they took that one unique thing and then just threw it on the ground and smashed it. Like, we don't want that anymore. Like, what, what were you doing? Like, there, uh, this, of all the ways that you could have written this unique storyline into sequels, you just basically you choose this way? Like, I oh. thought of it, you know, now that we're thinking about it it would have been cool if she was the killer in the second day but like her her doppelganger or however you want to look at it yeah something like that but i mean they kind of gave away that he was himself early on but that could have been an interesting i have to kill you in order to get out of my day or something i don't know anything would have been better than what we got yep i I agree with that um overall i just kind of disappointed in the the direction that it went uh i tried to still enjoy it while it was happening, but even inside of that, it didn't work. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people that do like this movie because they will think it's funny and they will think it's kind of cool that it switched genres. And I won't fault anybody for that. Um, I wouldn't have minded the genre switch if it had worked in some kind of clever, unique way, but it, it didn't, it just, it went super generic. So I just, I personally would have rather seen it stay horror and, and do other things. But I think we're, I think it's gonna be a pretty split movie. And in, in I audience. don't, I don't think so. I think you're gonna think really? you're gonna have some outliers that are gonna gonna like it, and then the vast majority is is going to not enjoy this. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen um, what the Rotten Tomatoes score is for it yet. So I, in fact, I'm gonna look it up right now while we're talking and see where it's sitting at because I'm 
I don't know if it'll have it relative to the first one. Well, see, I just but, think people are I still mean, expecting a horror movie. You know, they're, they're going for that slasher film, and there's, I feel like one person got killed, and that was him in the first five minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, she well, killed herself. I mean, it's sitting at a 67% with critics and a 68% with uh, audience score. So I would say, I mean, that's fresh. That's People are liking it. That's like, I mean, I think that's like us. I think we thought it was okay. And we didn't hate it, but a lot of uh, questions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first one has a 72% with critics and a 66% with the audience. So, I mean, it, it's basically kind of in line with the first one from what people are saying. So. I don't know. I think some people might dig it just for how kind of crazy it is, but yeah, I, I did. I also did not, nor did I enjoy the slow motion explosion. <laughs> with, 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 with you didn't like that? No, I did not like that. <laughs> what did you think about the, what was the one where she floats down the screen slow-mo? And, and flipping off the camera? Why is she flipping off the camera and not them? Good point. It's yeah, a movie. But it's like, she should be flipping them off because she was mad right. at them. That's why she died in front of them. <laughs> right. All right. I think I'm running out of things to say. I am also running out of things to say. All right. Let's get to our questions then. I am Thor, son of Odin. And as long as there is life in my breast, I am running out of things to say. Are you ready? What'd you rate it and why? I ended up giving it a two. Um, And for everything that we just covered, I think it it was a misfire on the, the shift change. Uh, maybe if I knew that it was more of a American Pie loop, something, yeah, then I would have enjoyed it more. But I still had horror on the brain, and I was more focused on that. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I, I don't think I even need to go back through it. We, we've talked about it. You've covered it. You and I are on the same page, same score, everything. So I'm at a two. What was your favorite moment? Um, I, I almost went with the Back to the Future references, which were a plenty in this movie. Yes. Um, but I ended up going with the appearance of Ryan number two, uh, when he shows up as the killer, because that was the moment where I was like, oh, this could get pretty interesting. Like, I don't really like the time travel device you've got going here, but okay, you've got a Ryan number two here and this could go somewhere. Uh, now they went nowhere with it, but I kind of remember that moment fondly because I thought they were going somewhere cool with it. Yeah, I liked, uh, even though I saw it in the trailer and knew it was coming, I liked when she woke up the first time, all of a sudden she was back in the loop. And just her reaction to, to everything of, I can't believe I'm freaking back here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah j- j- just everything. And then it, it walked through, you know, the same, everything that happened the first day. And she was just beside herself. Yeah, her screaming, you're gay, at that one guy was, was a pretty good <laughs> line. <laughs> that was. <laughs> uh, what's one thing you would change? Gotta be one. I would make it a horror movie. Yeah, can you do that. Yeah, you is, can. Is, 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 that, is that allowed? No, I think that's allowed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, actually, I don't want them to make it a horror movie and then still keep that stupid machine in there. I'd eliminate the machine. That's what I'd okay. do. I'd eliminate the why they're in a loop, and then hope, hopefully <laughs> that fixes itself because that eliminates a lot of the crap. So. That's what I take out. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, so I was actually saying the same as you. I, I kind of had keep the horror element in, but then I, I kind of scratched that out with my pen. And I kind of went with what my favorite moment was and said, look, I assume that they're going to keep this 
machine in there. Um, I know I can change it, but I was just kind of putting myself in a box for the sake of this question. But I just said dive into the the double of Ryan Engel. So uh, kind of what you said earlier, make, maybe they're all being chased by each of their doppelgangers and, and you write something cool into it that way, or that's how you close your loop is by killing the person chasing you that's you. Some, I don't know what it is. I can't come up with it here in two seconds, but I think I would have just committed more to that angle. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that that would be good too. I'd like that. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did you have a casting change? This one was tough for me. <laughs> so, so I had, I had a couple, um, so I went, I went and saw this with my dad, his 70th birthday. We saw Fighting With My Family and then Happy Death Day 2. So mm-hmm. he had a great, great 70th birthday. Um, <laughs> he, uh, his, one of his first comment was, does she look really old to be in college? <laughs> and I said, that's what I thought about the first movie, much less the second movie. And so she is, you know, over 30 and she's still uh, trying to play a college, college student. And I think uh, I would have changed that. But then as we were talking today, um, and I was putting in somebody like Zaneda or Ariana Grande, because I couldn't think of anybody. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. Uh, I could think of anybody college age that's an actress. Um, And then uh, I landed on, instead of, I swapped out the Dean. Okay. I was trying to do that too. Who'd you find for that? Jeremy Piven. Oh God! You went like almost like PCU route. No, I went old school. I went Dean Pritchard. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's sorry. That's what I was thinking of. He's he's in PCU, but he's not the dean. But yes, he's dean in old school. (laughs) Yeah, the the dean did remind me of somebody, but I was having troubles placing him, and I thought about that for a while, but I couldn't. I couldn't come up with who I was picturing in my head. Anybody would have been better. Yeah, this was a tough one for me because I feel like she's the only one who has any kind of relevance at all. Or any kind of significance. So, like, if you weren't going to replace her, then what are you really doing? Um, so, I was going to go with the cop out and just say I wasn't going to change anything. But um, I will say that uh, I. So, there's a the guy who's one of the the friends in the in the time loop machine that he helps create it. Uh, he's I assume he's Indian or of Middle Eastern descent. Probably I thought Indian. But um, I had to do like a double take in the beginning because he's a new character in this movie, and I was like, wait, is that Dopender? And then it wasn't. Um, so then I, my casting changes to have made that dope ender. <laughs> Not a college student either, but but no. I I could see that. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't really matter. The, the world needs more dope ender. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> All right, so what award are you giving this movie? I gave it the uh, the 2019 Wasted Potential Award. Oh, we're limiting this to just 2019? Because, I mean, we're only... Not even two months through it. So far, it's won the 2019 Wasted Potential uh, Award. I don't like these so fars that you're doing because then I feel like the next movie that comes out that sucks, you can just be like, well, now this is the 2019 disappointment. Well, I didn't say disappointment. I said wasted potential. Well, this, you know I what I'm saying. This had, this had a lot of potential and not, I guess, more the franchise in general. But this one could have really, you know, springboard this into into one direction or another. And it... it <laughs> It, it tanked it. I think it just killed the franchise, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it probably did too. Although I'm sure it'll make enough money to make another one because these can't cost that much. But just for future reference, I think we're going to amend this. We're going to have a little rule that says you can't have any awards that say so far in them. <laughs> well, I gave it the uh, the Wasted Potential Award. 
That's fine. That you've given it that, but no so far's because I don't want to keep so hearing this every bad movie on. that we watch. <laughs> so I won't put 2019 on there. I'll just put the wasted potential award. Right. All right. It's like a, I, med- it's like a medal that I can give to as many movies as I want. <laughs> <laughs> you I also are you. awarded the wasted potential award. All right. I gave it the least effective genre switch for a sequel award. Uh, <laughs> but I, I have so okay so what are your examples here alien to aliens so went to action movies is that what you're saying yeah essentially okay uh terminator to terminator, t2 yeah evil dead to evil dead 2 okay and then first blood to rambo well rambo part two what was the genre change are you saying that the first one's a drama uh yeah, I mean I mean there's it's clearly I don't think it's an action movie. It's got some scenes with some shooting and some explosions, but I wouldn't call it an action movie whereas <laughs> First Blood Part 2 is pure action. Is, like, is, like the is pinnacle Uber of action. action a, yeah. a category yeah. of its own. Exactly. I, still think, I still think Rambo's an action movie. Is it Ugh, I don't know. I think it has action elements, but I definitely think it's I mean, clearly from the storyline it's it's more focused on his inability to fold back into society after being a Vietnam vet. It clearly has more of a message and is has dramatic elements, whereas First Blood Part Two just doesn't even care. Just wants no. to blow stuff up. Blow stuff up. Yeah. So I, I called it the least effective genre switch for a sequel. For a sequel. <laughs> yes. Well yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So if you like this movie, you would also like... So I went with the Belco experiment. Ooh, I have not seen that. I went with that because, again, it was a wasted concept. Now, this, the Belco experiment is a... Uh, you know, they lock everybody in and they say you have to kill somebody. You kill enough people uh, to get out type of thing. It's kind of a human experiment. But it, it started to go down... The, the I don't know what genre I should be where it gets kind of slapsticky. It's definitely far more violent. Well, Happy Death Day you'd think would be a more violent movie. Belka's a hard R, I think, um, of different ways they kill each other. But I was disappointed in the uh, in how it turned out. But I really liked the the idea of it. Uh okay, yeah, I, I do vaguely remember this now. Um, now that you're talking about it, and. I didn't see this one, but there was another one very similar to it, I think, where it's got um, Glenn from The Walking Dead, and there's like a virus that gets released in the, the office building, and everybody's locked down, and then it becomes like this this violent bloodshed. So I saw that one, but I did not see Belko, and, and the name is escaping me right now of um, the well, one Glenn can't about. Glenn can't have been in many movies. I mean, I'm sure he's been in Walking Dead and then that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he was just in, uh, oh, what was he just in? Uh, Burning, which was getting a lot of uh, love. But God, I wish I could remember the name of this. I just can't think of it. Oh, I'm trying to look it up. Ah, that's it. All right, the movie I'm thinking of was called Mayhem. It's 2017, so it was a year after Belko. I have not seen or seen anything about that one. Yep. I mean, it's it's basically like what you described. It's like an office building and instead of like being ordered to kill people, there's just like a virus, a rage virus that that attacks people and they just, just start killing everybody inside the office building. I hate virus movies. Yeah, I know it didn't have a tentacle monster. So you're safe from that angle. You've seen it. So you know that for sure. 
Yes, I've seen okay. it, so I know for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what did you go with? If you liked this movie, you would also like... Well, you mentioned it earlier. I went with Groundhog Day. Um, so I don't think <laughs> I don't think you can say that about the first one because there's too much of a horror element to be like, you know, if you like this, you like Groundhog Day. I, I don't know that that would apply. But I genuinely think it actually applies to this one because since they abandoned the horror element, you're really just in this loop of trying to you know fix your relationships with people and try to get out of it so i mean groundhog day seemed like a good good parallel to this really because i thought there's too much of too much of the science angle for groundhog day he was just living his life and trying to make himself better not trying to get out of it i mean yeah yeah, yeah, he was trying to get out of it but it wasn't really like that for him i thought the first one first one's a a better comparison than than this one i thought this one took that sci-fi angle and made it a lot less groundhog day yeah but if you take out the horror element of the first one um i think you lose so much and, and if you try to make that jump from happy death day to groundhog day in the first one the horror element's just like it, it just throws a wrench in any kind of comparisons where it's hard to compare outside the genre this one yeah they have the sci-fi stuff but if you took that out you're left with her in a loop still trying to you know have her relationship with her mom and her boyfriend and stuff and that to me tied in more to groundhog day on that kind of level but it's not like she had a lot of scenes with her mom she saw her mom twice well yeah but that's and clearly what it's not what like she's dr- improving on their talks or anything no but it's clearly that's what's driving her for like the second half of the movie is her relationship to her boyfriend and her relationship to her mom and in groundhog day it's him trying to you know win over andy mcdowell so uh, the time loop plus like the more comedy and the, the the loving emotional side that to me said okay if you like this I think you would enjoy Groundhog Day. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one more if you want to go that route because Edge of Tomorrow is the best movie that does this I think. Yeah, I mean if you're just talking time loops, then okay, I think you can make that comparison. It's got, it's got I, the comedy, the action, it's got it's got all that in there, and it's just an yeah. excellent, excellent movie. Yeah, I, I think there's a good chance if you like this, you would like Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, the, the it, clearly it's a lot more action than anything in this movie. So if you're not an action movie fan, that goes out the window. But if you like the concept of this movie and what they did with it, then yeah, Edge of Tomorrow works. I think that's a closer audience than Groundhog Day. Uh, yeah, I, think, I mean, probably. I think, I think my mom enjoys Groundhog Day, but would absolutely hate this. Well, that's not the direction I'm going. It, it's true. It's the other way around. <laughs> exactly. If my mom like this, we'd have some talk <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it for happy death day to you i think you think we're done i think we're done i think so too well like usual if you want to reach us you can find us on twitter facebook two views movies at gmail.com uh definitely go out to the apple Podcasts or google play and leave us a rating make sure you subscribe and we will catch you next time when i think we're doing a retro review so if you're listening to this There should be a poll out there for you to go vote either on Facebook or on Twitter to pick which retro movie we watch this week and do an episode on next week. that cover it? That's it. That's it. All right. We will catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both.